Okay, so we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online. But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. This whole week I've been using ExpressVPN to binge The Office on UK Netflix. It's so simple to do, I just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to UK, refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from over 100 countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com lorehammer, and you can get an extra three months off ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com lorehammer, expressvpn.com lorehammer to learn more. Welcome to Lorehammer, bonus episode. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer. This is our bonus episode. My name is Eric. And I'm the Salt Master. His name is Mark. And I'm the Salt Miner, Jordan. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, joining us is Christian. Hey, everybody. And so to, to start, I'd like to tell a funny story Uh-oh. involving Christian. All right. What already happened? off script. Let's do this. <laughs> Every time like we get together, he's like, yeah, for our podcast, yes. we're going to do this. So like, so me and Eric, we just look at each other and we're like, no, mine and, mine and Eric's and Jordan's podcast. Like, Christian, you are there, a guest in this home. There is a whole story behind this, which I'm excited to get to <laughs> at some point in one of our bonus episodes. Um, but it, it is totally right. Uh, Christian sent like Mark a message or he sent all of us a message in our group <laughs> chat. And he was like, yeah, for our podcast. And I don't even respond to it anymore. I just screenshot it and sent it to Mark privately. And it was like, our, <laughs> you know, like. But, but we're glad to have you here. Of course, Christian. So good to have you back. This is the last time that you'll be on our podcast. You keep throwing our... our the, <laughs> no. The Royal We podcast. Um, but today's bonus episode is... Um, obviously, it's not about uh, the lore, really. It is about 40K, but it's not necessarily about canon lore. It's not really an education piece. It's more of us just discussing 40K-related stuff. Sometimes... We just need to record something, so we make up an episode like this. Yeah. Hey, today we're going to talk about blue. How many <laughs> times does blue appear in 40K? I can name one time. The, the blue chair. chair. The blue, the blue chair. chair. Which uh, will get its own episode, obviously. Yes, yes, episode yeah. 79. Right, yeah. exactly. The blue chair. Um, but I'm actually going to turn this over to Jordan, because this was Jordan's idea of a bonus episode. Uh-oh. I'll uh, make, try and make sure this doesn't crash and burn. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. And... Everybody fail. <laughs> Boom. There we go. <laughs> episode's over. There, now, no, you, uh, now you kept in uh, tack to all our other podcast episodes. Now yeah. you're in the same vibe. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, so I think w- one of the things, a few things I wanted to bring up, and some of them are my uh, gripes slash annoyances. Um, Can we never be positive in this podcast? 
Well, like 40K, nothing can be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> precisely. Ah, good which is exactly what I will get to. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> Um, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, though I really like the universe, it's there's a lot of positives to it. I think it's very immersive. Um, yeah, like we wouldn't be doing a, a podcast about 40k <laughs> if we didn't like 40k. Right. Totally. All of us here like 40k, right? Yeah. Totally. I'm indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get the fuck. Get out. the fuck out of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Our. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so I think like 40K, as far as like story terms, um, like many other uh, fictional universes, in my opinion, has some flaws to it. Ah. Oh. And um, there are some things that bug me about it that... uh, I don't think always makes it the the greatest story in the world or the greatest narrative in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not perfect, is what you're saying. Now, now the thing. Now, yes. Everyone can agree to that. <laughs> yes. Now the thing about 40k, unlike other, which I think is cool about it, unlike other like uh, fictional universes, is that it started as like a game. Yeah. And like like miniatures and models and then they built the story like from the game which makes it super unique like there's really nothing else that's that similar to the 40k universe yeah except for maybe like dungeons and dragons or something where you you kind of create the story as you go but yeah. um the my first issue uh is the the amount of nihilism in 40k <laughs> but i get off to that <laughs> uh, yeah uh, i'm not entering into that conversation again with you mark i feel like i may have done irreparable damage to our friendship last time <laughs> so and i mean you're not wrong though i agree i agree with that statement jordan and it's yes and it's not like i think nihilism is like definitely an interesting topic to explore um but it it almost the thing is, is like if I want to try and get into something, the sort of the um, the the lack of redemptive qualities in in a story can be like really almost depressing and kind of like it can almost become predictable in a way where the story mm-hmm. is actually like it, it's like it's like you know universes where like er, like the hero always wins and there's always a happy ending that's <laughs> that is not this is the, the complete opposite no yeah, i'm saying go, those are crappy oh. because they're just so predictable this is almost like the the polar yeah, opposite yeah of that. like whenever you read a book don't get attached to any character <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah even if his name is on the title of a book and you know he's in other books yeah don't get attached to him he's totally. gonna die like <laughs> yeah totally yeah and like there's some I like some of the elements of like even even like the the sort of maybe the I don't even want to call like the emperor he's not really like the there's no main protagonist but let's just for like mm-hmm. argument's sake say like the emperor is like the single most important character in the universe even he isn't necessarily a guy you root for yeah not at all not yeah. especially with the new with the new things they're saying about what he's done yeah right he's he, to, in my mind he's even becoming more and more of an asshole yeah yeah totally and and for me it's like it, it's almost like there's nothing 
you you like characters based on how awful they are rather than and what like they, and the terrible things they've gone through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, no, for sure. Like that. That's like the, the that's like that's like what gets you invested in it. And it's almost like I think even in real life, like if you think about like uh, I don't know, like sports or politics or anything, you kind of build like a narrative around a team or a person. And then you like you get emotionally invested in that, and then you cheer for that, even though it's somewhat irrational to like cheer for that person. It is like it helps keep you engaged in that story. You know what I mean? To have like someone that you're like cheering for, someone you're invested in, totally. And that, whereas my struggle with 40k is like, well, this person it isn't has no redemptive qualities to them. There's no virtue in them. They're only going to end up disappointing me so why <laughs> why be invested in it at all so it's just not hits. virtuous about suicidal like genocidal xenocidal <laughs> <laughs> jordan do you not believe in the purity of the race <laughs> <laughs> apparently so not. i agree on a lot of that um now have you ever considered that the protagonist of the story is humanity and like humanity's struggle in the galaxy so I know that's a little different than what normally you'd look for, but like I think the way I would probably look at that is you can't view it as one person. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you'd have to look at it as humanity's struggle as a whole. But yeah, like that's so hard to attach to. Like it I, is, like, right? How do you attach and and how do you how do you as a single person attach to the the needs of the race, yeah, right? Yeah. Of humanity as a, like it's impossible Isn't to Isn't that do. the deeper meaning of 40k though? Isn't it engaging you on a different level it, now it's, you it's, have to consider that that it's beyond i've the killed millions to save billions exactly right i thought it was just about rolling dice <laughs> you are wrong you are wrong <laughs> you are dead wrong um but no i think that raises some really good points actually um the i think you'll find that there are more characters that are honorable and virtuous uh, the deeper you delve into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe we've only scratched the surface of it. There are a lot of characters that we haven't met yet. Um, but I think also a lot of it just has to do with the the setting and the atmosphere of the galaxy. Like, it's just, it's not a good place. And yeah, it yeah. is depressing. Totally. Like, yeah. there is a real lack of, like, hope in in it like you look at other <laughs> fantasy ones like star wars like has the jedi as like a shining beacon yeah yeah right i like, uh, i heard this one funny quote from somewhere and it was star trek guys want to live in star trek star wars guys want to live in star wars 40k guys would rather be anywhere else than 40k <laughs> no it's so like, true if we were in 40k it would be bad we'd be dead be bad. we'd be dead yeah. or we'd yeah. be working just pick the worst way to die that's right. that's exactly. all you get but you're gonna yeah die it, it's sort of like it's and i think it, it is like a, two, a double-edged sword, right? Because it is that's actually the thing that may, that sets 40k probably apart from anything else, and it sometimes it can be the thing that can like almost make you not want to c- keep coming back to it. Hmm. Um, yeah. The uh, yeah, it it's uh, it's even but even with your point with the humanity is the protagonist, like 
we were just doing like the minor Xenos episodes yeah. and look Humanity's at how many annihilating everybody. Yeah. <laughs> look at how many races are annihilated by and you can look at that and like humanity is the hero because they're like dominating the galaxy and <laughs> but that doesn't like on like a personal level that doesn't seem virtuous it, whatsoever it, and you can't relate to it either yeah like, yeah I, like speak for yourself <laughs> i would more view it as like yes they are dis- like they're committing genocide right they're yeah, completely yeah. destroying an alien race but not not because they desperately have to but because it feels necessary to them as a whole right, right? if if as a hero when you have a single unit an enemy comes up against you do you cut off his arm and let him crawl away or do you utterly destroy him so he can't stop you in what you're trying to do Right, you you fight and you kill even, and you completely destroy and dominate in order to protect you and those around you. But when you're talking about it on a larger scale, such as humanity, and you get genocide, yeah, totally. Right? Well, and you get obliteration. But I I almost think that's somewhat like that. Okay, the idea that there's like no alliances in in the 40k universe seems a little un because that's not even how life works in real life entirely accurate though if you dig into the lore enough there are like allies of convenience and things like that where i think the situation will dictate what humanity i think jordan's really going to enjoy the inquisitor side because they have a lot more freedom they start to toe the kind of that gray area exactly things aren't as like cut and dry rule wise like you're not allowed to fraternize with xenos and things mm -hmm. like that. but they do right yeah yeah they'll have like Xenos that they trade with and rogue traders will be another good one I think that yeah. you might enjoy. Yeah, yeah. But so they they do exist, yes. but it's definitely not humanity as a whole. Humanity as a whole, yeah, is bad. So <laughs> kind bad of, but good. Kind of a counterpoint to kind of a nice segue to uh, the way I see it. I, I like your interpretation of it, Eric, but I don't think. I think the point of the 40k universe is that there are no heroes, there are no protagonists per se, and I think that's to appeal to like everyone that plays the game, right? So if you want to take the universe well, from, type. from the perspective of, <laughs> <a type. laughs> okay, true, um, but if you want to take the, the universe from the perspective of the Eldar, for example, right? Um, they can be just as much a, a protagonist to that player, right? So th- that's the whole point of it is to appeal to everybody. That's a good point. No one, yeah, yeah. no one can be too good and no one can be too bad because they kind of want to create that stalemate. Where well, they want you to be invested in the actual in the game. in the game and yeah, the people yeah. that you represent and, and play. Yeah, right? And really, that's where it all comes down to, like because yeah. it is a game. Like yeah, yeah. And so everything they do have to feed into that game, right? It's game first, story second. Yeah, you, exactly. You, Which, you manipulate the story to a. F- to fit in with what you've already created in the game, it's yeah. not the other way around. Yeah. Which kind of like we've mentioned this before is like the the story is is a setting for the game to be played in more so than a story, right? Right. And then things like Black Library came out later and started to add story elements to the set to enhance your game experiences. Okay, that's a very good yeah, thing yes. to. I agree. Now, the only thing I would say is, and it's probably the vast majority of cases people are getting into 40k because of the game not because of the story uh but like i even i've seen like 40 recent in the last few years i've seen like 40k books making the new york times bestsellers and i've seen like you know uh chapters will have entire 
uh, shelves full of 40k oh, books. Oh, there's, there's so many in yeah. there. And, and the story itself is getting like, is it's reaching a wider audience. It's taken on a life of its own. Yeah, 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 totally. And I think like if you were, and we do specifically a, a podcast about the story, <laughs> you know, so if you're just yeah. focusing on the story element, I think it can leave you wanting. But if you, if for you're sure. in it for the game, then the story makes total se- or the sort of the setting, if you will, makes total sense. But if you're in it like for the story, it might. I think it would be hard to keep people in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a fair criticism. And I mean, it's like speaking back to kind of a historical context for the game. You wouldn't. You're not the only person who kind of complains of how grim dark the grim darkness has become. Right. Yeah. And huh. it's like often a trope people use. Like it used to be. It came out in the 80s, and there's a very like strong humorous element to 40k that's kind of been. Uh, sanded out of the universe and replaced with more grim dark, more grim dark. There's always like that two sided coin of like almost gallows humor, right? Things were funny, if, especially in the rogue trader area. It didn't. Even, the universe didn't take itself seriously. The lore didn't take itself seriously. It was all like, and you can even see that through like the pictures and the models that they released. Absolutely, in that yeah. So it was like a, it was like a big joke, and like a lot of the stuff is like you know they take tropes from other sci fi universes and just insert it into their own. Like both mocking the idea, but also yeah, yeah. you know it's like playing it, with sometimes it. it's a satire, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. So in that regard, like there's people who have been playing since first edition or since Rogue Trader, they could easily see kind of like the 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 morphing of the humor and stuff being taken out and like more grim darkness inserted in. And so I don't think you'd be the only one to make that complaint that things have gone maybe too far with the grim darkness and maybe to to bring it in a little bit or add more of a humorous edge yeah. to kind of blunt the edginess of it yeah yeah well and i think that if you you know like i don't know the orcs for instance could be like a really funny kind of race you could do a lot of like comical things with them right and they do yeah Yeah. and they do and but it's like it it does seem it does seem to it seems like there's a lot of opportunity to have sort of almost that you don't necessarily have to make it like this like the good guys win and we live happily ever after but if you just even inserted like more humorous satirical elements in it i think it would be like a little easier to swallow yeah especially with some of the other races i I, I do agree with you but from a racial level i you can't right no you know a race as a whole could be described as a funny race yeah because then they wouldn't fit in the galaxy you could have i think individual instances of this humor and this satire but if the eldar like are known for being funny and satirical like and not not for being serious and like protective right. of yeah, their own yeah. ability it would be like well they're not even a contender anymore because yeah. they don't take this seriously it would be hard to make the eldar funny but <laughs> right <laughs> yeah Harlequins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Group of clowns. That's true. That I actually was thinking of that yeah. was the Harlequins. That that is yeah. like a and that's where it comes from, right? Like, yeah. and I mean, even the whole Imperium is like a riff on authoritarianism of the eighties in Britain, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where that's where it was founded. That's where it started. Yeah. There's actually this really funny picture of orcs. Uh, that Christian was it. Christian who sent us that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's a a land raider that is like all rhino. chopped up. Is it a rhino? I don't remember. Actually. It was a rhino. It's a rhino. Oh, I yeah. thought it was big. Um, anyway, so it's a rhino. Just your imagination, my friend. <laughs> and it's uh, it's like really crappily painted, and on it it says "not orc," and then it <laughs> says "space marines" on it. But it's actually just portions of a rhino that orcs are carrying on them <laughs> on their backs. On their yeah. backs, and then they like split up, and you see all the different orc models. 
and it's like that is so orky, but it's absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious. Yeah, right. Orcs exemplify like that used to be what all of forty k was was kind of like the orc humor mentality, and so orcs are I think the only race that's maintained that into this latest edition and like all the iterations of it. They they retain that humorous kind of edge. Like if you look at orcs and you strip out the humor, like they're really bad race. Like they're very bloodthirsty. They live only to fight. They enjoy cruelty. Um, and yeah, so they're, they're yeah, more they like a Lord no of the Rings orc, right? Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. they're very dark and stuff, but it's that humorous edge that kind of like you know they're not so bad after all, right? <laughs> yeah. And that used to be the whole universe, and now it's really just orcs left with that kind of yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the only other kind of gripe, and you don't have you guys don't have to agree with this one hundred percent, but um, some of the things I found, I disagree. <laughs> Uh, some of the things I've found to be, I think, I think the 40k universe can be if you're trying, and one of the things we're trying to do is get more people into the hobby, right? And it can be difficult. And I find like the, if people are trying to understand the universe, it can be very intimidating sometimes, specifically when you get into stuff like the warp and chaos. It's, I think it can be like, it can become very convoluted and like webways and all these things that are like they're interconnected, but they're not really the same thing. And it, it I think it can all get mixed up in people's heads. And I yeah, think, yeah. I think sometimes the, the lines are, you, it's like you have to read a, a whole textbook to just figure out what, what something is. Well, yeah, like I, we've done how many hours we've done 15 episodes each couple hours. And yeah. Like, yeah we still don't just scratching the surface yeah yeah like now people could maybe say they understand 40k like yeah, yeah like do we like, really know what the warp is do any of us really know <laughs> like but but like what i'm saying is like okay and sorry for bringing up star wars so much but if you brought up star wars <laughs> uh for instance like the force right that's like a relatively easy concept yeah, you can got metachlorians. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy to measure. No, but it's, it's, it's quantifiable. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Find just like no, yeah. just like space magic, right? And then like people can kind of you do you like in episode four, Obi Wan Kenobi does his little explanation of what the force is, and then it it's, surrounds us. Yeah, yeah, the force penetrates is every, yeah. us. <laughs> well, maybe it penetrates you. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, like, try, try saying yeah. a one minute quote about what the warp is. Precisely, like, that's yeah. that's my only thing. Is yeah. like when you're trying to like if you if you're trying to get in delve into that, it uh, I think it does get a lot more like it, harder to wrap your mind around. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, it like, can be intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you completely, and it's just. It, it all comes from, like Christian was saying, like this game's like 30 years old and yeah. people just, it started out as that joke yeah, and then now yeah. they're trying to justify it, like how things work. Work in the yeah. But like, because when, when they first made it, they just made up the warp and they probably had no idea like... Where it was going to go. Where it was going to go, exactly. Yeah. So I saw a really funny picture actually too um, of a guy who said he explained 40k... 30k to his girlfriend and she took notes and it shows her notebook and she's just got like all these characters names written down and, like circles and arrows pointing like so and so betrays so and so and it looks even from that perspective it looks really complex yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw this one um, thing and it was like where would I start in 40k and I think a lot of people get pointed to the horse heresy and I would 
like this one guy was like, he's like, that's the worst place ever it to really start. Is. Like you should never start with like the horror's heresy. And he was like, and it was really cool. I think it was like another podcaster, some guy. I was just leafing through people's websites the other day. And he was like, Yeah, you start learn about the Imperial Guard first. And he was like, here's like a story that just like was with them. And then he's like, learn about these guys. But yeah, it, you got to take everything bite sized, very small, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> can, like condense it down, take a little piece, examine that piece. And then eventually you'll have enough pieces to build yeah, the puzzle. Yeah, I think that's the only right? way you can yeah. do it. You, yeah, you like, cannot dive in. If you dive in, you're lost immediately. Yeah, it's almost like you got to find like a story where there's there's just like two no more than like two races or something and yeah. it's like very isolated and and, and not, you, not with all these crazy named characters totally. that are going to appear again 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, just, a good book you should read join i think it's called uh 24 hours or something like that oh, yeah. but it's a story of an imperial guardsman who, okay. like the average life expectancy of an imperial guardsman is 24 hours so it just <laughs> plays out his 24 hour lifespan oh, okay and uh what that, that would what be an interesting like living story. in the guard. Yeah, but like it's it's super simple. Yeah, and like Christian said, you or was it you who said like you start with the Imperial Guard? Like it, it's super simple. You don't need to really. You can draw it towards our military <clears throat> pretty easily. You can yeah. kind of understand. Like, would and, you need to like if you knew nothing about forty k? You, you could pick read that book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And okay. then they're fighting orcs, and orcs are just like you know everyone knows what a totally. orc is. Yeah, so, yeah. Like it's just a green skin savage. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a story of like a basic soldier in the universe. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think they were. I think they need like more stories like that. You know, that are maybe just one offs that are kind of simple and help you get and you acclimated. Three long, yeah, yeah, book trilogy things. <laughs> but it just yeah, it gets you acclimated yeah. almost to the. You're, to you're the, definitely right. It also uh, doesn't help that like we threw you into this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. I've Mark's had what fifteen plus years in this thing. Christian's had that same thing. Like I've had probably ten years in this, where we've slowly and slowly built up like our tolerance from it. Tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, really, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Like because a lot of times you read through like a lexicanum, and that was how I did the majority of my learning on it. Is just sitting at nighttime in the bed. Random link. It's random, random links, links, right? And you just hyperlink to Great. the next one. Now I know what Harkon 5 is. Right. It's an angry world with a population of 23,000. Yeah. Random page. But that's like, that was how I did it. Yeah. And that is a terrible way to do it. Yeah. Right? Um, but I, I think I think it's just tough because there's not a great like entry point yeah, into the story. Absolutely. You yeah. know, the like I said, like if you think about like a Star Wars or a Star Trek, any of those other like science fiction stuff, you 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 can ha- you have like your your uh, welcoming story into yeah. it, and you can yeah. kind of expand from there. Whereas, yeah, with forty k, it's hard to like where it's hard to know where to yeah. start, and, and I think that's intimidating. Yeah, but. and like even the way Games Workshop pushes their stuff, they push Space Marines on people. Yeah, yeah. but it's like you can't push a Space Marine on somebody like. You can't understand. Yeah, it's like they a, big, no a big idea. leap. To, yeah, to, so now you gotta t- talk about the gene seed, then you gotta talk about the primarchs. And yeah, you, yeah, like, you talk about it, the or you leave them completely yeah. in the dark and they never learn anything. Exactly. Right? You just tell them, oh, it's just like StarCraft Marines. Yeah. Right? And like, then they don't. You completely lie to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. No, that, that, I, that's I would almost think it would be cool to have like a, almost like a novella or something of like each race of just like a, uh, like you're. 
it has like a little story of like that race on their home planet or something hmm. and you just get introduced <clears throat> so if you want to play that race you kind of get you get a little like kind of taste of what uh, of what a, you're getting into I have a pretty wild idea for an intro kind of to the 40k universe so we get together and we start a podcast <laughs> about the lore and take it bite hey, size Mark do you do you think we could do that as a group I think me and you could do that do you, do you think Christian could ever make time to consistently <laughs> commit to that mm, yes no <laughs> yes um no you're definitely right the the only catch i have for that is they kind of do have those i guess if you it, to go to lexicana yes. you could just go to the orc page and read it it's not a story right it's more information it, it's different though because then it's like you're reading it's, a text yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. It's, it's what dry. i'm saying is you want a story like something to engage a character that you can relate to you want to be able to yourself step into, into it. it so join yeah, yeah. your join your homework is read 24 hours <laughs> like honestly like it, yeah i, I, I will it, read i don't know if that's the actual title of it it might be like 18 hours or something like that yeah, it's essentially it's, the same thing. Uh, we can yeah, Google it and find Whatever it. the hour's amount is. No, you're, you're definitely you're up with the boulder guy. <laughs> the guy who cuts off his arm. Huh? What? 36 hours? No, it's 127 Maybe hours. Maybe it's <laughs> too, many, too many hours. <laughs> the, the guy in the canyon who yeah, gets yeah. stuck. How yeah, does time a, work again? <laughs> calendar? It doesn't. Well, in the warp, it doesn't oh, work at all. Fudge. When you're in the warp, even when you're beside the warp, it's still technically the warp. The warp. <laughs> yeah. Eric's girlfriend. I think it's called 15 hours. Oh. That's what it's that Amazon. short? Yeah, fifteen hours. Yeah, that, this looks like. Yeah, I, th- I think expected that's life. <laughs> but like, yeah, read that. I. It's not a full novel. I don't think. I think it's, it's a like short a novella. Story. Yeah, I think it is. Um, um, usually they say the. Page. I haven't read it, but I've read tons of reviews on it, and I've listened to podcasts where they like go page by page, so sort of type thing. The amount of time you've invested in it. Is greater than it would than actually take time to read the, the book. Probably. <laughs> well, well, honestly, like yeah. uh, for me, I can't read. Right. So, he relies on other people to no, tell him exactly. the story. Yes. I have read books to Mark before. Oh yes. I have. I, I have sat down, and Mark has sat down, and I no, have. No, Mark read. was lying in bed. Okay, yeah. fine. He was lying in <laughs> bed. Sheets right up to my eyelids. Right. Like, and I sit oh. in a chair, and I have read books to him. Uh, Cassie's dad yeah. got. Uh, What's the storm book that you like? It it just came out with book three, like recently. Uh, you there was the one you're reading front. to me. Oh, oh yeah, Star, Stormlight Archive. Yeah, so he got the third book for that for Christmas. So terrible. Like, sure. Has he read the other two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, Eric read me the first book of that. He's like, what do you mean? Read you? <laughs> <laughs> well, father-in-law, let me tell you about how another man read an entire book to me in my bed. <laughs> read like a 1,200-page book to you. Yeah, yeah. It's a bedtime story. It was. As a grown man. <laughs> Stormlight Archive. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this was only three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very recently. <laughs> That's one of the coolest series, though, I've ever read. Um I'm going to get sidetracked. Do, I, do I need to move you back into my house so then you can read it to me and my wife before we go to bed? Nope. <laughs> that sounds not okay for me. So I'll kick her out then. <laughs> oh, then it's fine. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah. So if if it was up to you, Jordan, <laughs> you would include short novellas to introduce you specifically to that race without including the setting as a whole because that's too much. Yes. And, and like without including like major characters. Yes. Like, yeah. Just like a single guy to get a flavor yeah, yeah. of what the yeah. like you, almost like a like in terms of the whole scale of things, like an insignificant character. Yeah. But an interesting ca- character just in his own. Yeah, world. and you, you even do <clears throat> like hey, you do like a couple chapters from the view of like a civilian. Yeah. In that yeah. Way. So, so you do a couple chapters <clears throat> from the view of like a high up 
you do a yeah. couple chapters from like a regular warrior and you just get a taste of what it's like to live as that race totally yeah, yeah. I, could, really I could cool. see that being yeah. a very cool way to get an in-depth understanding of how the race that you play and you like actually lives and functions. Yeah, yeah. I would like, read that. Yeah, yeah, because you can buy a codex, but it, it's just like it's battles, yeah. battles yeah. and names. Exactly. Right? Like this is how this unit yeah, works, but it's not. It's really, more just information. Kinda. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that. I yeah, like that. I, I, I like agree that with idea. all of that. Like. 40k um, definitely has its flaws yeah, yeah. The, well the, games workshop can always uh, contact me for, <laughs> for more ideas <laughs> the the one thing kind of on this term is uh when it comes to stories too what i kind of don't like about 40k is so no one's important like so let's say you do get this character that you are super attached to like in the grand scheme of things he's irrelevant yes like because 40k is such a gr- a grand scale that like it yeah, it's it's that classic forty k quote. Like, uh, whatever happens, you will not be missed. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, it just it doesn't matter. But then, if you get somebody who's like, uh, call, crawl, call, Belisarius. Who, yeah, who breaks stuff. Like, he tries to advance the storyline, but he ends up like breaking the universe. Like, you can't advance the storyline in forty k without breaking it. Almost like. It's hard to come up. Well, with that's like, where it comes back to that balance, right? Yeah. Where you can't. Yeah, it's it's you hard can't make to come one up person the like, good guy. Yeah. Without making everyone else look like you know weak. Yeah, it's hard to come up with like a story that affects the galaxy without breaking the galaxy. I, but then you, can you take know it, what? I don't like, know if your I life, agree with that. Yeah, I, I like with Eric. Like, uh, is your is any character's life insignificant if you're the one reading the story about it? You know. Like, is your life insignificant when yes. you're the main character of your yes. own story? Oh, boy. Very no, no, no. Not, Don't enter not this conversation. <laughs> not not to you. Like, the point to is, me, yes, everyone is the main hero of their own story, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you take a perspective, a single guardsman in a single regiment, right? Yeah. Well, he's going to die. We're all going to die eventually. Yeah. It doesn't mean but we is, can't tell is our he stories make before a moment? No, Is I he going to make a difference with what he has? Exactly. Right. Is he yeah. gonna? It. Uh, I freaking hate, gonna... hate this quote, but it's in the the Deadpool movie. And what's the really big guy who's silver? He's Iron the X Men. No, False. get out of here. <laughs> what is what is that big guy? He has metal a man. No, is it cable? No. He's he's the big Russian guy. Is it cable? I don't know his Russian name. Russian metal man. Okay, and he's the Russian metal man. But he goes to Deadpool and he's like one or two things, and Deadpool's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he's like. All, all that it takes to make you a hero You're is not one. Do the the action. No, I'm done with it now. But <laughs> he's it. like, all it takes. It. <laughs> it takes one or two <laughs> moments. But he he talks about that. Um, you don't have to be a hero all the time. You just have to be a hero in one or two crucial moments, and that's what matters, right? So, in in the grand scheme of things, like. Um, a single guardsman who's like has the option to stand and fight or flee in the grand scheme of things it doesn't matter but to the city he's protecting behind him he's a hero yeah right and i but think that city doesn't matter right. i mean and, and, and i get that but in the grand is... sc- in the grand scheme yeah, no, of things, I, I know. he doesn't matter I, no i i know but when hey, we look at the micro 40K. i know you do but you have i we, love everyone in 40 we have to look at the Humans, micro oh boy. orcs eldar colossus is the guy's name too colossus colossus yeah. i love colossus in the person who's this, like megasonic teenage nuclear warhead or something yeah yeah. You remember that name, but you don't is remember that actually- that name. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I just remember that Deadpool paid out of his
his own or uh, Ryan Reynolds paid out of his pocket to have her on the movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he had to buy the rights to the names. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you have to look at the micro. So because at the macro level, like you can't do things and still be good. Right. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. Because in order for you to protect what's yours, like you have to to make sacrifices you have to be willing to the dark gods right right absolutely Goats, you, you, ha- <laughs> you have to be willing to kill people you have to be willing to let an entire planet of your civilians die in order to save four others right and yeah. that is not a good thing no one would say like like a good person would be able to save everyone and that's what makes it impossible for superman could do it get the fuck out get the fuck out of our podcast uh and i think like you will never find a good race let me direct you to don't you fucking say tau (laughs) (laughs) they even have it in their name the greater good (laughs) Uh, and i think you'll never find that in in a a race as a whole just but at the same time that's totally part of its charm in in the exact same way that canada as a whole is not good Canada. Right. right? Because there's always going to be people that are left behind and people that get not hurt if, by uh, the system or tumbled. There's no not if you has his way. Live no under one. an authoritarian regime. No one, no large scale like can ever be that. <laughs> Never went bad for anyone ever. <laughs> but I think that's yeah. all I'm trying to say is yeah. you have to look at the micro and you have to look at the individual in order to find those moments of purity and of goodness. Hmm. And you'll never find it if you look at the big picture. Totally, yeah. What I, is yeah, life but just a series of moments of individuals? What is the greater whole without the end? We're all but farts in the wind, eh? <laughs> but we're uh, all part, sure particles in the fart. Dust. <laughs> that compose the fart. Otherwise, without us, the fart does not exist. <laughs> Oh, I'm very clean. Let me tell you, mate. There are shit particles, and they are lingering. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have anything else to add. If anyone else does about that, I'm good. No, I think that's good. Yeah, I think it's a good discussion to have, and hopefully, we'll continue to have it. Yeah, and we directed you. We've answered all your problems. We've directed you to a book. So now you have no issues with 40k, yeah, right? You're, you're good again. Not. Everything is resolved. Yeah, exactly. Glad to hear it. Another happy client. <laughs> That'll be no. Easy. I need a happy ending. <laughs> that costs extra. Oh, Christian! Now is the time to prove that you're part <laughs> yes. of our podcast. <laughs> Do it. Do it. All right. Uh, I guess on that note, we'll wrap it up here. And yeah. um, thanks for listening, guys. <clears throat> um, obviously, it's a bonus episode. So tell us what you think. Oh, what's that? I just remembered. Um, so I'm talking to this one guy named Woody. You guys give me the. I didn't name him. Okay, go on. Okay, he's a, he's his own human doing his own thing. Yeah, no, it's fine. and uh, the hero of his own story. Exactly. So we were talking about like AI and stuff, and uh, oh, I remember this conversation. Well, we had it today, so no. But <laughs> oh, oh, I was, I remember the uh, email. Yeah, yeah, story. yeah. We we've had a couple conversations on AI, but. Uh, I'm just going to find the text here so I can kind of quote him exactly what he said. But. Cue the Jeopardy theme music, please. Da, 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 I'm surprised da, you know that, Mark. Da, da, I can listen. <laughs> I can't. Uh, uh, well, I forget what he said. Or I, I can't find the quote. Don't exactly, quote it. Just but give us the flavor. It, his, his kind of thing about 40K was like, sometimes it's just so illogical. Like he was asking me like, well, why don't they do this? Or why don't they do that? And it's just like, like, 
this would make so much more sense if the Imperium used technology properly. Like, right. And he's like, I get frustrated when they do stupid things and they can't, like... No, that's a good... Yeah. It, it's very real. And that, that's kind of part of this conversation, too, where, like, when you look at it, like, at first, like, it just doesn't make any sense, is all I'm saying. No, that's very true. The, like, you can try and rationalize it as much as you can, but the reality is, like, the people who create the story... Like, they just don't change it, right? They like the setting as it is, and they're like, okay, humanity is stuck right now. They're in, like, a stupor. Um, So even though, like, logically they could use technology, we just don't write it in that they advance their technology, and then they have to try and rationalize it within the confines of the story. Yeah. But that's the theme of the whole universe. Right, no, exactly. But just because like, it's the theme doesn't mean it makes sense. Exactly. That's all we're trying to say. Yeah. And so but not for, making sense is the point. Yeah, no, I know. Right? I know. That's, for somebody that, to just think about look it. at it. And Got like, you. Yeah, if someone didn't know what they were getting into and it's just like, oh, I don't get why they... It's not even you know. that. Like, I would get frustrated. Like, I get the same thing. Like, there's a lot of times I'm like, why do you fucking have to have an STC? Just engineer something yourself like you did it before (laughs) clearly you can do it again like you have more reasons like people now and ideas like why can't you create it and because heresy right but that's that's well that's the the rationalization religious fundamentalism yeah the riff that they're going on with that so what no no human this this is a whole big thing no human on any planet has ever diverged and created a better land raider you get shot and what if you do it secretly what if your planet has no imperial contact you become a tech heretic but all i'm saying is that (laughs) it's like it's a real thing there are there are rationalizations because they want to keep the land raider let's use the land raider as an example they want to keep it the same so they can use the same rules they always have for it right and they can use the same models right but in reality like over the past ten thousand years there's not been one upgrade grab tank but like do you see what I'm saying? Like, it took 10,000 years to make that change, right? Like, it is it is dumb. Leave your logic at the door. <laughs> Step Honestly, into the wonderful world do, of madness. You do have to <laughs> suspend, the blind lead. You, you what, have to suspend a little reality. Where only the blind, or like, do you have to trust the insane to... Like the I gotta look it up. It, the blind? But there's a 40k quote where it's like, oh. you know, in a world of insanity, you have to trust the insane to lead the way. Something along <laughs> yeah. those lines. It's, you do I, have to I'm sus- not a good imperial citizen. I haven't memorized my quotes of the day. <laughs> you do have to suspend some reality when you step in here. Yeah. And not not because the world, like, it makes sense in its own way, because it doesn't really. It's just that the, and I think a lot of it has to do is that it's a setting and they're doing it for the game. Yeah, absolutely. Because right? the game is the same as it always has been, and that's why they can't advance things. Like, as much as we would like to see that, right? Like, it, they, they can't because it would mess up the entire game. Yeah. Right? And that's why they use their rationalization of everything is stuck and so regulated and yeah. so heretical because if all of a sudden they advance the story, it would completely destroy the entire game. Yeah. Uh, so to take us out, Christian, give us the quote. In an hour of darkness, a blind man is the best guide. In an age of insanity, look to the madman to show you the way. Perfect. That's decent. We should do <laughs> an episode on all these thoughts for the day. They're, I like They're those. brilliant. <laughs> I love them. Um, well, I think that's everything. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Thanks for listening to our bonus episode, guys. Let us know if you what you think about the story. Uh, what are some inconsistencies you've noticed? What's your rationalization for it? Um, how do you feel that GW could do it better? Uh, I know they're listening to this podcast, probably. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, they thanks. just have a guy locked in the basement just listening to podcasts twenty four hours a day, nonstop. <laughs> and it's his job to ah, yeah. to find anything in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for lawsuits, right? Of course, <laughs> not for not for fun. No, I hope you guys have good lawyers because this is not my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Odd. Uh, cool. Thanks. See you. Get, see you later, guys. Bye. Peace out.